So good to see everybody. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins and welcome to the Black Financial Channel. So today on the Black Financial Channel, we're going to talk about TikTok being banned by the U.S. government. We're also going to talk about what's going on with the stock market. And I'll give you guys some tips and information based on what I've been reading in terms of how long this problem is going to last, how long we're going to have this bear market. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every single day. We do it all from a black perspective because our number one focus is the black community. That is what we call B1. B1 means we educate our kids. B1 means we break generational curses, not continue them. B1 also means that we will be the most financially literate group of people on the entire planet. We will own the assets. We will have all the wealth. We will win all the battles because economics is warfare. And if you want to overcome racism, you better get your money right. So if you agree with this philosophy, put a hashtag B in the number one in the chat, hashtag B1. All right. So let me uh, jump in and tell you guys a little bit about what's on my mind today. I was reading this interesting article today about TikTok possibly being banned from the Apple store, and from the Google Play store. Apparently, there's an FCC commissioner by the name of Brendan Carr who feels that TikTok is a what he calls a wolf in sheep's clothing. He feels like TikTok is actually stealing uh, American citizens' data. Uh, and uh, he, there's actually some studies out there, from what I understand, some studies out there that kind of confirm this. And it's not out of the question. And then TikTok's interesting. TikTok, which is owned by the company ByteDance, is the fastest growing app out there. It's, 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 um, it's dwarfing the numbers of YouTube uh facebook everything else so it's pretty a pretty powerful platform and uh and i, I and, and when i read what uh brendan carr was saying i couldn't disagree you know i mean on one hand you know he was appointed by trump and you know with trump comes a lot of complications you know with, with that man he's a little bit weird but at the same time it's not out of the question i mean give me a yes or no yes or no yes or no how many of you uh think that it's possible that the Chinese government could be using apps to spy on on Americans. Uh, give me a yes or no. How many of y'all think the Chinese might consider doing something like that? Yes or no? Yeah. So, so I, I'm going to say yes. And uh, also, I know that the Chinese are very aware that other countries might be doing that to them. Uh, when I went to China, uh, you can't. If you go to China, you can't get on Facebook because they they block it. They banned it. Uh, if you go to China, you can't get on YouTube and Google because they blocked it, they banned it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's common here that is not available in China because they're like, okay, we're, we're going to do that to you, but you're not going to do that to us. We're going to take, we're going to spy on you, but you're not going to spy on us. And uh, and I think that a lot of the spying also is um, can come in the form of you know uh, cultural manipulation. I, I I saw somebody made an interesting point, and I don't know how true this is, but it was really interesting. And they claimed that. Uh, in China, if you if you want to go viral on TikTok, you go viral by doing something smart, like really hard math problems and, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, because they want to they want to breed more engineers, more scientists, more intelligent people. But the way the al algorithm works in the U.S. is that if you want to go viral, you go viral by doing something stupid like the milk crate challenge or or some some ratchet dance, you know, so, so the whole dance or, or something that's just that just makes you look kind of ignorant and kind of stupid. And I don't know if that's true or not, but I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them. I, I think that if you look at our country, one of the things you got to understand 
is that your kids are being made into a pack of dummies. Like they really are turning your kids into dumbasses in every single way. The the kids come out of school, even the ones that make good grades can barely read, can barely write, can't do math, can't start a business. And so I, I'm just speaking to all the B1 people and saying, y'all need to get off the damn boat. I know y'all caught up in integration and you think that being next to white folks makes you better, makes you smarter, makes you more worthy. But let me tell you, America, if you look at the measuring sticks, America is headed down. China is headed up. Did you know that China produces more engineers every year than the United States, India, and Japan combined? Did y'all know that? They produce more engineers than all those countries put together. Also, uh, the, the engineers are better. Like, like their, their, their engineering students can get a job and instantly contribute, like instantly start developing products and getting patents and all that. Our engineers need about two years where they can unlearn the crap they learned in college or get caught up to speed and learn how to actually become professionals because they spent four years in college studying, but they were also drinking a lot of beer and partying and everything else. So the culture is completely different. And, uh, and I will say this, um, when, I, when I taught a class in China, there's no comparison. The, the, you know, I, I, I tell you guys all the time that the things that we think are educational are actually cultural, meaning that economics, we think it's educational. Like, OK, did you go to school? Did you learn what a 401k was? Did you learn about compound interest? But really, it's cultural. Like a kid who grows up in a family where economic economic intelligence is just part of the family. It's just what we do. That kid's going to be light years ahead of somebody who grew up in a family where they never taught them anything, never talked about money, never taught, you know, never learned anything on how to make money, right? So they, they don't even need to go to college because they already know everything. They know more than the college students do. Like Sharif Abdul-Malik, who started We Buy Black, he went to Howard University and he was in social work and he learned to be a businessman because his mother and his father both taught him certain things as a kid. He said, I went to the business school and none of the business students knew how to start a business. He said, I was stunned. I thought everybody would know how to start a business in the business. They don't know how to start a business, didn't know how to run a business, none of that. They knew how to be employees for a business. That's what they were learning how to do. So uh, so the same thing is true with education. Education is very cultural. A household that has a strong educational culture is a household that is typically going to have more successful children than one that does, does not. A, uh, I have a friend who works at one of those educational centers where they get kids ready for college by preparing them for the SAT and all that. He said that the Indian, and he said he has Indian parents begging to get, banging down the door to get their kids in. Uh, Nigerian parents banging down the door to get their kids in. He said, African-American parents, he said, we offer it to them for free and they still won't bring their damn kids. Not, not, now, this is not true for, for everybody. We know this, right? We know that there are exceptions. But, you know, when BET keeps talking about for the culture, for the culture, for the culture, you got to really check and say, what culture are they really pushing on us? Because <laughs> they're pushing the culture of ignorance on you. When you're looking up to people who can't read, and you, you're admiring them more than you admire your teachers and your scientists and your lawyers and your doctors. Something's wrong with that. Something is really wrong with that. So anyway, let me keep going. Do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. So so basically, Brendan Carr, the FCC, uh, one of the FCC commissioners, feels that China uh, is pushing uh, propaganda and bad culture onto the United States. He also feels that they're using TikTok to spy on uh, americans which i don't i to, i completely believe it i think it's certainly possible and uh and it looks like he's trying to get it banned from the app store is that going to happen i don't know uh it, it's gonna it's gonna be tough to um uh tough to pull that off i think it says also that he sent a letter uh on fcc letterhead and said that if apple and tiktok 
or Apple, Apple and Alphabet do not remove TikTok from their app stores. They have to provide statements to him by July 8th. <clears throat> okay, so no real penalty. You have to provide a statement. <laughs> the statement should explain, quote, the basis for your company's conclusion that the surreptitious access of private and sensitive U.S. user data by persons located in Beijing, coupled with TikTok's pattern of misleading representations and conduct, does not run afoul of any of your app store policies. Now, uh, Carr was nominated by Trump in 2018. Uh, his letter cited a BuzzFeed news report from earlier in the month that said recordings of TikTok employees' statements indicated that engineers in China had access to U.S. data between September 21st and January 2022. Sorry, September of 2021, January 2022. In a statement to CNBC, a, a spokesperson said from TikTok, like many global companies, TikTok has engineering, engineering teams around the world. We employ access controls like encryption and security monitoring to secure user data, and the access approval process is overseen by our U.S.-based security team, blah, blah, blah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, TikTok has consistently maintained that our engineers in locations outside the United States, including China, can be granted access to user U.S. user data on an as-needed basis under those strict controls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all you, you know y'all lying. Uh, on June 17th, the same day as the BuzzFeed report, TikTok announced that it was routing all U.S. Uh, all of U.S. user traffic to an Oracle cloud infrastructure and was moving U.S. users' private data from its own data centers in, in the U.S. and Singapore. Uh, Etc. Now, I don't think anything's going to come of this, to be honest with you. I don't think that our government uh, officials really have a lot of teeth to be able to really enforce things. I think that this ain't China. You know, if this was China, then TikTok would be gone. Like China, I've watched China destroy entire industries because they, they got out of line. China passed a law. I don't know if y'all know this, but China passed laws that actually make a lot of sense. Like one one thing that they they told celebrities is they said you will be fined and penalized for flaunting your wealth on social media. Uh, they said we do not we do not want that. We don't want celebrities flaunting their wealth uh, because that's going to cause people to have the wrong value system stuff like that. In America, you, you got people throwing up money and making it rain and all sorts of stupid stuff. And then they also said that we don't want men on television who are feminine. They, they banned the presence of feminine men on TV. Uh, and uh, in, so in the United States, you you know, I mean, every other channel, every other man is, is you know, trying to get, get with another dude or whatever. And, uh, and the reason that they want their men, their boys to be masculine is because they know that they need boys to defend the country. They need boys to grow into men who are going to go into the military. Uh, they want them to be men who are going to take care of their families. They want them to be men who are going to uh, do things that are going to move the country forward. So uh, so I don't know if you agree or disagree with those values, but I will tell you that it does make some sense. And let me just say, make this last point. When I did teach a class in China, I taught finance to some students in China. That was the best set of students I ever had in my life. They were 10 times better than the students I had at Syracuse University. The ones at Syracuse were like bunches of basically a bunch of spoiled brats, you know, like kids, you know, they, they were kids of rich people or whatever. felt like they could tell the teacher what to do. Didn't have to want to do their homework, whatever. In China, they were very respectful of the professor. Uh, they didn't care that I was black. They, they, I mean, black skin is like a novelty. Like they'll stare at you. Like, you know, people will be like, Whoa, look at that. But it's not like, Oh, get that nigger out of here. They, they don't, that's not what it was. And uh, but they were respectful of the professor. They hold professors in very high regard. They like they gave me the respect that you might give an ignorant rapper, you know, like a rapper with eight babies. Mom was like, <laughs> I had that same respect that an ignorant rapper would get. And then also they they wanted to be successful. They wanted to learn. They wanted to get better. And I, I remember just enjoying that teaching experience. 
And I really think that you have a big problem with American culture. That's just my two cents. Maybe I sound like a rambling old man when I say this, and I, and I am. I'm 51. I'm not 31. I'm not 21. But at the same time, I think you got to look around and you got to look at some parts of this culture and just the parts you don't want no parts of just walk away from it because it's destructive and it's very harmful, especially if you're black. Uh, bad culture ruins black families. Bad culture creates trauma. Bad culture creates broken families. It creates baby mama itis, baby daddy itis. Uh, you, you put your kids through hell. It creates poverty. It creates ignorance. So you should not glorify the things that hurt you. And then be surprised when those things keep popping up, right? Do you understand what I'm saying? So, so, so I, I encourage you to just kind of analyze your culture. That's my two cents. All right. So uh, I don't know if TikTok's going to get banned or not. We'll see. Also, just uh, on on a side note, uh, <laughs> the stock market is still acting a damn fool. This is actually the worst uh, first half of the year since the nineteen since 1970. Uh, I'm reading a report here. They said, uh, however, it's not so terrible. They said, uh, first, you have to get away from the obsession over the calendar year. There are plenty of periods where stocks have fallen 20 percent or more over any six month period, including drops as much as 43 percent. And uh, and they show a long list of times where this has occurred. I'm not going to list them all. There have been 13 periods where the S&P 500 has dropped more than 20 percent since 1957. That works out to about once every five years. So what you're getting right now is a once in a five year kind of cycle. Uh, there's something else that jumps out of this data. Most of the 20 percent drops have occurred in the last 20 years. And the majority occurred around the great financial crisis between 2007 and 2009. Seven of the eight worst six month drops have occurred since 2002. So basically, Fed policy has a, has shifted in the last 20 years, which is causing a lot more crashes. It's causing a lot more severe economic weather. Either it's super bright and sunny or you're getting a thunderstorm. There's no in between half the damn time. And yet the S&P 500 is up 270 percent since 2002. So on one hand, while it's very sad to watch the market kind of just break down and take your money and piss you off. Uh, just don't forget, though, it's up 270 percent since 2002. So this means if you're a long term investor, you ain't got nothing to worry about. If you if you're in it to win it long term. Now, if you fly by night, if you win it for a financial version of a one night stand, I can't make any promises for you. I can't help you. I don't know what to say to you. But if you are a long term investor, you are winning most likely in this stock market. You're going to continue to win because it, despite the fact that there is a lot of volatility, there's a lot of ups and downs, a lot of weird Fed policy. There have been so many opportunities to make money. And actually, this is one of them right now. With this, this market dip, I'm buying everything I can get my hands on. Even if the prices keep going down, I'm going to keep on buying. I'm going to keep buying until we hit the dip because I know eventually we're going to hit the dip. And then eventually we're going to start going up. And I and you, we have all these assets that will appreciate in value. That's where rich people come from. Rich people don't come from the factories. Rich people don't come from working in the restaurants. Rich people don't come from being employees and saving their way to wealth. You cannot save your way to wealth. You've probably heard it before. I'm going to say it again. You cannot save your way to wealth. You must invest your way to wealth. What does that mean? Well, if you're not consistently investing in something, I encourage you to start doing that right now. You're probably investing in other things that are non-financial. You're probably investing in your kids. Maybe you're investing in your health. Maybe you're investing in your education because you went to college or something like that. So you've always been an investor, but you got to also do the same thing financially because that's where wealthy people come from. Got it? Does that make sense? Give me a yes in the chat if that makes sense. All right. I got to go. I got to go. I got a doctor's appointment today. But uh, anyway, guys, um, don't forget, uh, if you some of you have um, expertise or experiences 
uh, that would lend themselves well to an online course. And I can tell you the online education industry has really been taken off for the last uh, 10 years or so, uh, mainly because universities are charging way too much money. And there's tons of people, professionals and moms and all kinds of people that have experiences that they that, that would work well for an online course. And you guys know we've done this in the Black Business School for many, many years, and it allowed us to create an alternative, uh, basically a, a modern day HBCU that's highly efficient. It costs us far less to run our school than an HBCU, but we're far more effective. We educate people better than 99% of the HBCUs. Well, anyway, uh, Danielle Leslie is a partner of ours. She's an adjunct faculty member, a visiting scholar in Black Business School. She's one of the best on earth at showing people how to set up online courses. She's going to do a free event in the Black Business School on July 2nd. If you'd like to join, uh, just go to boycewalkins.com. Look at the top. It's just a course from scratch. And you can go in and, and join. And she's going to show you basically how to set your online course up in 30 days. So if you'd like to join that, just go to boycewalkins.com. Or if you're on Instagram, hit the link in the bio. Uh, there's opportunities out there for you. There's money out there for you. Just keep on learning, keep on listening, and I guarantee you good things are, are, are waiting for you in the future because you're learning right now. All right, so anyway, take care, everybody. Have a wonderful day. I'm going to check back in with you guys a little bit later, and I love you, and I'll see you soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. Peace.